Ladies and gentlemen, the following is scheduled for one fall. It is time for that way cool wrestling show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to that way cool wrestling show. My name is Danny J, along with Mad Mark Lindsay, hey now, Legrand Onslaught Jackson, and the guy who wanted us to do all the scheduling different this week because he had stuff to do, who didn't show up today. Charles Gemini Gregory. He's not here though. Yeah, I, I heard he had. I heard he had a backstage confrontation with Carmilla. Okay, and she won. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, we uh, hope to have him back very, very soon. Uh, if he wants to be on the show, <laughs> it's like no, I'm just gonna get. It. <laughs> but uh, no, but let's get. We wanted to get all the pleasantries out of the way. Let's check out. The, make sure you check us out on thatwaycoolwrestlingshow.com. Uh, YouTube, uh, we are planning on getting all the episodes up on YouTube uh, very shortly, hopefully within the week or so. Uh, does that sound yeah. realistic? Okay, so within the week. So if you go to DJB Productions, it's a silver head with headphones. You can't miss it. Um, that's, you know, obviously look up That Way Cool Wrestling Show. You'll see us on there. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, right now, Season 1 is on there in video format, uh, which we were very proud of. Thank you to Chris Johnson. Uh, but the podcast will now be up there for season two and three, and so on and so forth, um, as well as go on the Twitter, which is TWCWS Podcast. Uh, so check that out as well as Facebook. Now that I got all the plugs out of the way, uh, today uh, is kind of a uh, mixed emotions uh, type of show today. Uh, last week, uh, very, very recently last week, we uh, lost uh, Big Van Vader, otherwise known, or... I should say Leon White, otherwise known as Big Van Vader. Um, and we're going to do like a little retrospect just based on our own experience of, of watching him over the years um, and give a little dedication to Big Van Vader. Uh, you will be sadly missed and rest in peace, sir. Um, Vader, if you, uh, my first uh, thing seeing Vader basically as Leon White was in the latter part of the AWA, if you remember. I don't know if you. Uh, I, I remember his promos a little bit, kind of. Like he didn't the wrestle. The baby bull. The baby, he was bull. A baby yeah. bull. He was a baby bull, and then they also said bull power. Yeah. Right. Uh, and he came in, and it was coming off of a football. Right. Uh, much like Moose does. And that, that was yeah. that was um you know we talked about a couple episodes ago where ESPN would air AWA World Class every day after school you know yes. four o'clock four o'clock on ESPN and you know you were watching stuff from a year to earlier so like by the times you read it in the after magazines you were seeing it on the yeah, 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 um <laughs> so like yeah i was familiar with them but like my my first real exposure to big van vader was the great american match 90 which i think was is where debut. everyone else yeah, yeah where he squashes tom now you know for, for people who are younger than us you know we're 42 or you're you're older than that i think yes um i am where, where, you know, the, the 80s and the early 90s were our, you know, really stronghold of the, you know, this business. Yes. Z-Man, Tom Zenk, was getting a push. You know, he was brought into the NWA in late 89, was given a decent push, um, kind of like a mid-carter. Yeah. Uh, got the U.S. tag titles with Brian Pillman, and you throw him out there as fodder to Vader. Yeah. And it was a squash match, and you're like, wait a second, this guy is legit. Uh, and then Vader kind of like hangs around. He has a deal with New Japan Pro Wrestling. 
And then the following uh, Russell War 91 February. So you go from July to February. Right. And he has that match with Stan Hansen. Now, you know, people have to remember that <clears throat> hardcore wasn't a thing or no, it wasn't. wasn't as big as it was, you know, going to be. It really wasn't. Right. And in 1991, you didn't get much better than Stan Hansen versus Big Van Vader. Uh, just a brawl and a and fight. Not for and not anything too. You, you make a good point too, because strong style, right. which is what mm -hmm. Vader was, uh, wasn't something that you saw a lot in the U.S. Mm -hmm. um, and he brought that. And to have a man who, I mean, granted, we used to have big guys who did a lot of the same stuff. Bam, bam, Bigelow. Uh, well, Bigelow kind of broke the mold for me because he did that cruiserweight style yeah, he, he flew yeah he flew it was a high flyer as a big man but if you had guys like kamala if you had guys like bundy um other like big guys like that i'm trying to think of other they were pretty much a power bomb they were pretty much a clothesline and a boot right you know pretty with much a splash with <laughs> throwing, a, splash. throwing a splash here and there big john um, stud yeah big john's right yeah. right exactly so they didn't give you much, and granted, and we also said that, you know, sometimes that's how they promoted it, mm -hmm. and uh, because there's many times that, you know, Charles had mentioned that, like, you know, um, the big show is a guy that can do drop kits. He's a guy that can go off the top rope, but he wasn't allowed to, right. based on his size. So, uh, to see someone go in there and actually do something with this weight, with this power, with this size, uh, was something, because think about it, like, Got guys at that time like Sid Vicious. Now that was the other side of a big man where you had like a, a muscular, like a bodybuilder's build, mm -hmm. uh, tall, etc. Also tipping the scales at 300, but um, the style was just so different. It was slower, mm -hmm. slower match. And if you watch stuff, like I was watching, they obviously with his passing, they put up a lot of uh, different matches and all. Vader. Smash Mouth is the way you describe it. Yes. But the intensity and the speed behind that, if you ever there was a, a, the analogy of a freight train coming <laughs> at you, it was, it was Vader. And I'm like, and I was watching a match and I was thinking to myself, I would hate to have to work him because I, I felt <laughs> what I was saying. Mm -hmm. and, and he just, and he was, obviously he was very stiff. And obviously, it was just you had to be able to take it. And I was thinking, these poor guys, man, like I would be done after wrestling this guy, you know, personally. Some people were. Joe Thurman, it's, yeah, broke his back. You know, Nikita Koloff never wrestled again after wrestling Big Van Vader. Yeah. You know, so, so I mean, yeah. I mean, it's I mean, he he brought something to the table that was different. And then Hulk Hogan, who sold this power bomb, and basically ruined himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to talk Sorry, more about that. I mean, when, uh, like I said, when I when he was well, what did you want to do? Did you want to kind of do like a chronological thing? Because I could, I could, I could. Well, tell that's you. why you're yeah. here. I can always do a chronological <laughs> thing, you know. But because um, people don't I remember, go, I always go through our experience. Like I wanted, like like when he turned Vader. Like I can't say much about his AWA days because he really didn't have right a lot of airtime because that was really towards the end of AWA. Mm -hmm. right? If you think about it. Um, and it's a shame too because in the AWA a lot of guys that were uh, really good enhanced talent yes. everywhere else were starting to get somewhere they and were then boom getting you know, some shine the the one guy not to get off but the one guy that I remember that was really starting to get a push in the AWA was Alan West I don't remember Alan West you don't remember Alan West I remember DJ Peterson 
Oh, well, DJ Peterson did really well in AWA. And ever, but I didn't see him anywhere and other Patriot, than AWA the, until or the, he went, the state trooper, the state trooper, right? I know. <laughs> but but Alan, Alan West was a guy that wrestled in JCP. Mm-hmm. He was a very well, he was a very good-looking jobber. He was like in the sense of Tommy Angel. He was in the sense of Steve Casey. So he was a guy that was put together. And it was like like they would put them against guys like Luger and stuff like that to give somewhat of a, a, a good fight back. It wasn't a squash at all. Right. And Alan West was one of those guys. He kind of looked like Magnum TA a little bit in he the did. you know yeah, what I'm talking I know about, exactly right? What you're talking he looked about. like Magnum TA, and he uh, he was a well built guy, and he was just one of those. And he was what was another guy? It was like Colt Steele mm-hmm. was another guy. Who was like that. So Alan West went to the AWA. So. Uh, and that's a shame because, like I said, Leon was getting his, his shine. He was getting his promo right at the end. So you don't see him for what you forget about him. And then Vader comes. Yeah, but... You know, like to WCW years later. Him turning into Vader was a huge... I mean, this is stuff I didn't know about at the time. Yeah. Uh, you know, we have the luxury of the internet now. Yeah. But um, when he became Vader, he attacked Giant Baba. Yes. And... Mm-hmm. That was something you just didn't do in Japan, <laughs> and right. it, it was a it got him so much heel heat that it, it just it gave him his career. I mean that. Now they were projecting that's Sid Vicious promo, promoting genius. They were promo, they were going to have Sid Vicious do that role of Big Ben Vader in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh, get out! Yeah, so uh, just uh, there and were. I got, and I got news for you. I think Big Van Vader, if had that happened, I don't know that I would have even made it to the states. Maybe yeah. not, but. Yeah. You know, you have to remember Sid Vicious was Lord Humongous. He he did get over uh, yeah. other territories, but yeah, I mean, it it, it almost didn't happen, <laughs> and he gets over so huge in New Japan Pro Wrestling that when he comes to WCW, he's wrestling in several different promotions at the same time. Yeah. Uh, it's not just like he he signed a, a an exclusive, exclusive deal. Yeah. That wasn't until uh, I think Watts in '92 or '93. Well, that's when like WCW was really coming into their mm-hmm. own, and it was like we're becoming a world thing. Forget about right. territories, blah blah yeah. blah. Um, well, and, and what people fail to remember, you know, because I'm, yeah. I'm I'm reading all the recaps and I'm watching all the the videos as well. Yeah, uh, it's all fresh in my head. But what people fail to remember that I remember is that there was a period of time where Vader teamed up with the big cat, or no, Mr. Hughes. Mr. Hughes. It was Mr. Hughes, and they were jobbing out to the Steiners. Like, they weren't even getting much offense in. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And within, like, six months, he goes from jobbing to the Steiners to world champion. So Bill Watts definitely saw the talent I mean, that Vader had. how can you not? Right. If you yeah. really go through all his matches he did in Japan and everything he was doing prior to, I mean... Everybody has to pay their dues, and I can yeah. I consider that his. All right, we know what you are. We mm-hmm. know what you can do, but you're going to earn it a little bit. And you know what? Too <laughs> think about it for a second. When we go back to the time frame when he when he debuted in the AWA, to however many years later had to be probably four to five. Right. When he de- debuts in WCW, so imagine he goes to Japan for X amount of years. He's only got less than 10 years under his belt at that point. Mm-hmm. So, he, in a sense, he is a rookie coming in. You know what I mean? And as good as he was, going back to what you just said, paying the dues and stuff like that, you know, that that is a scenario. When he came in, and, and this is going back, you're going to laugh about this. 
is I, I his look when he first came in. Obviously, he had the Mastodon helmet, which was his big attraction. That it was awesome. It was a, awesome. I don't care what anywhere is. That it was totally, awesome. And he had two different Mastodon. When I saw, I actually saw a picture right. where he had two different. They were two different designs. Right. They looked different. They were cool as shit. Both of them were cool as shit. But um, when he came in. He had the the singlets the way he did, and it was like that red lightning bolts going through, and he had yeah. a traditional wrestler's mask. Right. I preferred that look. Oh, over the cutout? <laughs> over the cutout, like yeah. the mankind-ish, like strap, <laughs> strap that, face. That, that, that was predating mankind. It was predating mankind. <laughs> it really was, when you think about it, too. Because mankind was the only other person that really did something like that. Right. And I and think... Out, Past that, I don't think anybody else really but does. See, anything I like, like the cutout well, mask abyss. because it made them stand out. Because which one? The, uh, the, the cutout, cutout mask. Cutout, well, yeah, because yeah, yeah. it was a, it was a signature thing for him. Yeah. And if you think about it, anybody who did anything like that, yeah. you're like, ah, that's a Vader ripoff. Well, even today, when you think about it, I mean, the, the most you're going to see mass wrestlers on TV now in the U.S. I'm saying is when you watch like Impact and you see all these guys from AAA coming up and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Aside from the luchadors, mass wrestlers, even to this day, still don't get their shine. No. They really don't. And it's a shame because I don't know why a painted face versus a strap face versus this is should make a difference at all. If the guy's great, the guy's great. You know what I mean? Period. End of story. Um, but uh, I like that look. I thought he, he looked more intimidating. But you're right with in saying that mask. with the full mask. But the problem I have with the full mask is... I'm just saying, when it comes to him, right, it puts him in the group. Yeah, you're right. Because yes, you're right. He, yeah, he's Doom member number three, or he's, he's a Viano number seven, and and Thunderfoot dick, number twelve, Dick <laughs> seven, <laughs> Dick nine. You know, you know what I mean? just, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. When he came in with the cutoff mask and it was had the red with the black accents and all this kind of stuff, right. and he took off the giant mastodon mask, which was way ahead of what anybody and, else was doing. And nobody's done it since. And they were like, <laughs> nah, man, this is too much. You, your mask just outshined our match. <laughs> yeah, your mask outside our match. Like, I mean, people had a problem following him because yeah. people wanted to see the mask. Yeah. So to yeah, take off that true. super big, elaborate mask with the smoke and the fire and all that, and then to just have on a plain Jane pullover, it just didn't seem right. Yeah, you're right. And to you're right to kick in with the show business and aspect of it, to pull it off. And another thing to help them get the shine because of the cutoff mask, you still got to see part of his face. Yes. So he still had that face recognition. He was human. He was yeah, human. It, it yeah. made him. And you know what? When you say about that, right around that time, think about like the Russian assassins. Yeah. Who were fully covered guys? They were big, intimidating dudes. Had they been just Russian guys without a mask, mm -hmm. much like Khrushchev, much like Koloff, you know, they might have not have been passed up as another Thunderfoot. Team yeah, but then you like can't that. get anybody to fill in for them when they're when they miss their there, yeah, and and There's on. your other business problem. <laughs> <laughs> and what else are you gonna do with Angel of Death and Jack Victory? Come on. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, but coming in, he was so intimidating, and and I was watching one of my favorite images, and it's with a grain of salt because it's it was on, it was one of those beach images. What's with you and grains of salt? What? Or or if it's at the beach, it could be grains of sand. Go grains ahead, of sand. go for yeah. it. It was sands from the hourglass. 
Um, These are the days, days of, of our, our lives. lives. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jack. But um, but uh, but that one image where you see um, uh, Harley Race leading him through a match and like Vader's in like sneakers. And he's got Civ Vicious, and he's in like flip flops, right? Yeah, that would and be uh, what Beats Blast. Beats Blast, ninety-three, yeah. right? And aside from the shoes, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'm like, all right, they just—they're they're killing me with that. These guys were—they looked like such an intimidating-looking tag team. Time out, time out. You're going to comment on the shoes and not mention the short person trying to blow up the boat? I mean, you're gonna—you're gonna mention that. Video and not talk about the short person trying to blow them up. I wasn't talking about the video. So besides the shoes, who looks? Who looks? Other Kevin here because I'm Kevin Owens image. needs a new outfit. Sami Zayn needs a new outfit. And you look at the shoes. You're looking at sneakers on the beach. Come yeah. on, man. Yes, I am. <laughs> Don't push your views on me. But it's an image. I'm not talking about the whole video. I'm not talking about the match. I'm talking about one picture. You know. Yeah, mm -hmm. but uh, he wears sneakers on the beach. But they and and I said it too. Vader was someone that was like I was never like into like the big guys because to me a lot of times they were very like mechanical. Uh, yeah, and and if they had to move, they had to move slow because it seemed like they couldn't control themselves mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And Vader wasn't like that, uh, much like Bigelow, which is why I like Bigelow so much. And. I wasn't a super fan of Vicious, but Vicious held his own, you know what I mean? Um, but to put them together, and, and once again, and I'm a fan of factions versus just like a single, I'm uh, managing this guy or whatever. Harley Race really had something going. When he had Hughes, he had Vader, he had Vicious, and he had Luger. I mean, like, it didn't have to stop yeah, but at them, weren't all, but they weren't all at the not same at the time. same time, yeah, right. but... Very having Harley race the way they wait in the suit and all as your manager. Like I said, this is an intimidating group. Because let's I mean? face it, at any given time, Harley himself could, could lose his crap <laughs> and, just and beat the, beat the hell. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, like he was still he was still capable of doing it at least for a he little. Was bit. Very capable of missing headbutts off the top rope. Yes. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> And uh, but I mean, like, think about it. Luger like was at his most impressive, mm -hmm. I think, with with race. Would you agree? You were a fan of Luger. Uh, see, no, I, you don't I, like him with I, race. Or Lex no? Luger, nineteen eighty nine. That he should have been. Uh, no, yeah, I can't say he should have been world champion then, but he Crockett Promotions and Dusty Rhodes, whoever you want to give credit to, yeah. did such a good job of building up Luger in eighty eight that in eighty nine. When he went from face to heel, yeah. and then back to face when Sting got hurt, yeah. um, that was my favorite Luger era. But no, he was very good with Harley Race. Um, I liked, I liked the 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 angle. I liked the gimmick yeah. with with uh, Mr. Hughes being his bodyguard. Yes, because you know Luger w at that time. Well, Luger and Sting, although only Luger went, were in negotiations with WWF. So having Mr. Hughes there. Mr. Hughes could be, you know, the, the action, the, the, yeah, the, the, the guy who guy. fought. Yeah. And then Luger could just be the protected champion. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah. But, I mean, I, I gave, like I mean that. that group, I mean, even gave really good shine to Mr. Hughes. Of course. Where Mr. Hughes was just another and he went on to, suited I mean, guy. Right. To, you know. I mean, he went on to have a decent, well, I won't say decent career, but a decent push yeah. uh, in WCW. Then, of course, WWE. 
Uh, he got to keep his name, Mr. Hughes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I mean, I never was. I never liked the whole. F- uh, I'm in a suit gimmick. That's why I, I wasn't crazy about Big Bubba. Oh, and, yeah. and real quick, be, be, before you talk about other the yeah. bigger suit guys. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't remember this, and again, a lot of people may be young, but Mr. Hughes was also a very pivotal part of the early success of ECW. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Hughes came in. He was the bodyguard for Shane Douglas and, and Sherry yes. Martell. So, you know, a lot of people don't, you know, yeah. So, so you, you you could say that he got that bodyguard style from he beat out Les Virgil. Luger. He beat out Virgil. Right, he did, yeah. To yeah. be the bodyguard of the, of the stars. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> just, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But still, I mean, like, but it's a truth, though. And, like, it, it just seemed like there was, like... There was such a, there was I don't want to say magic like the horseman, but there was like bad astery if, if I can make it up was a word credibility you know what I mean it really it was, was. credibility and you were legit scared well, not scared but you were like legit and unlike no a lot of guys who stepped in the ring with guys like Vader were legit terrified yeah because he had a reputation in the back mm-hmm. of being that guy. Except for Paul Orndorff. Mr. Wonderful had his way with Vader. We'll, yeah! We'll, we'll get to that in a second. But I'm just saying, you got a guy who's standing 6'5". He was billed at 450 pounds. He was a center in football. He had that agility. He had that quick snap going for him. And he knew how to move and control his weight. So you piss him off in the back. You got a problem, <laughs> right? Yeah, and most and most of the guys back there, they knew about his stuff in Japan. They knew that when he got into that ring, it was a fight. Yeah, it was a legit fight, and you had to and earn. You saw it too. You had to earn every inch. I in got that news ring. for it. There was no. You had no choice but to sell in most cases, unless you really, really could take a punch. If you watched like his matches against anybody, you're like, oh my god, dude! Like I would just be like. I'm done and just drop. You know what I mean? Because like he literally, when I see him, like there is no way he's pulling punches with well, this. It's like Andre and the Sheik, because Andre yeah. used to beat the hell out of the Iron Sheik all the time, and he would. I want that match again. You know? Yeah. And with Vader, it, it was. <laughs> with Vader, it wasn't like that. It was Vader getting in there like to rip yeah. off Goldberg. Who's next? Yeah. Who Who am I beating up next? And you you would love to see it because I mean you didn't want to see the guys get killed. No, no. But the process of watching Vader do his thing between the Vader bombs and the Vader salts, and when he threw those forearms, Jesus Christ! I'm covering up as a kid on the couch watching this shit. Right, and you know what the <laughs> thing is? Like you have, and once again, it's audio, so it's not going to translate well. But like you're watching a Vader match, and your face is in that that face of like. Ugh! Like uh-huh. this, and you can almost it's from that sound understand what my face looks like, where you're 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 twitched and you're you're frozen in time, like yeah, eh, the entire match. And he <laughs> would, he and he had those sure, padded, right? the padded fingerless yes. gloves. Yeah, and you heard every connection. Yes, like a thump, 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 thump. like a boxing glove. It was like Jesus Christ. Yeah, you know I mean, it just it was just so awesome. Um, well, let, so let's go back to the chronological order, right? So we get to, like, yeah. we talk about the job and not to the Steiner brothers. Right. Yeah. He makes his way, still in WCW. Watts takes over from Kip Allen Fry. And at that time, Sting defeats Luger for the title. Mm-hmm. And yeah. now Sting is thrown into this match with Vader to Great American Bash 92. 
mm-hmm. where I thought, okay, I, I, I'm used to seeing Vader get his ass kicked in tag team matches. This should be an easy defense for Sting. And he walks out, shocking the world, shocked me, winning the world title. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people, if you go back and watch that Great American Bash match, you know, Sting, and this is this is a lot about Sting as well, not just Vader. You know, they just, they worked very well together. Mm-hmm. I don't Incredibly. think I, yeah, I don't think I ever saw a bad Sting-Vader match. No. And not only that, but they wrestled each other so many times in that 92, 93 time frame that they rarely did the same match twice. Yes. Right. That was great. So, yeah. I mean, it was really, you know, that's a testament to Vader being a big man. It's a testament to Sting. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know and, what, though? And I think that comes down to a lot of Vader's time in Japan. Of course, yeah. Because yeah. You're, you have no choice <laughs> but to change it up and, and, and bring something different you, because you they're not the forgiving. cookie-cutter matches. Right. Mm-hmm. They're not forgiving. Uh, you know, that's why when we watch New Japan nowadays, it's like... Wow, 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 wow. And everybody's like, oh my God, that's like so-and-so. Yeah, but it's wow, because look at this match. It's like, because they're not going to demand any less. Mm -hmm. They're not going to get by and get their check like they do out here in the States sometimes. And, And, you know. They they demand that you have a certain level of excellence and performance every single time. There is no way Mm -hmm. that, okay, it's been two weeks. Let's do the first match we did again because we can just skate by. No. No, because they remember. You're going to go out there. <laughs> well, they could probably do that for the house shows, but even that. I don't know, know because uh, when I look at those crowds, not that I'm going to say I'm seeing the same people, because it's Japan. I have no idea. It's, they don't, it's oh, very I'm sorry, bland, the crowds. I'm sorry. I'm not, yeah, we're talking about Japan. Yeah, we're talking about yeah, Japan. Yeah, yeah, about Japan. Yeah. But, like, they, they seem like they don't leave. Right, that's true. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like seven some, hours of action. Dude, they are some of the most <laughs> yeah. dedicated and staunch fans. Right? I love them. They get in there and they are there for the long haul. Like and our, like our fans at the Cardinal Crawl. Oh, dude, I love those. I used to love wrestling at Cardinal Crawl. Dude, that was our new Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Cardinal Crawl was the best. Um, and I'm not, I'm not making fun. So wrong if anybody knows, I'm not making fun. Cardinal Crawl was the best. No, I loved it. You know, let me just say this. Some of the best time that I've ever had doing what I'd love to do, yeah. that made me love it even more because I knew they were there. Yeah. They were present. And I'm not talking about physically. I mean, they were present. They wanted to see us. They wanted to be near us. Mm-hmm. They wanted to enjoy everything that we put out there for them. You know what was great about For the about fans that, that aren't familiar, yeah. why don't you yeah. explain Cardinal Crow? Cardinal Crow is an adult living uh, for special needs yes. uh, people. Um, the the biggest joy we got out of it, besides the fact that their enthusiasm about professional wrestling was like what we had when we were five and yes. six years old, thought it was real, and we were just we couldn't get enough. And that's the way that was over there. I remember doing a match where I was seconded um, Breaker Moran, mm-hmm. and it was against the great pa- guy. Yeah, and it was against the Patriot. And, Another great guy. And I had friends in the front row and stuff like that. And um, the Patriot does like a double noggin knocker. If you understand, if you guys, they, I, when I say that, people know what I'm talking about. But for those who don't, he grabbed Breaker's head, he grabbed my head, this is the Patriot, and then slammed us together, to, our heads together. And, and I did a comical, like I kind of stumbled off, and then I was stumbled away, and then the Patriot came up and he kicked me right in my pants. Right, kicked me right in my ass. 
So I jumped up and I landed in my, in the, the guy in the front row who happened to be a friend of mine. And I landed right in his lap and then he looked at me, I looked at him and then he dropped me, right? And that we, we didn't plan it, but like we were close enough friends that we kind of knew what we wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And it ended up being really funny. We talk about it all the time. Uh, so I do that and I go to the back of the locker room and my matches are done. I don't have anything else in the car to do. And I'm getting changed and referee uh, says, way cool. And I look over and he goes, you have a fan here. And I forgot where I was at. And I was like, oh, really? <laughs> right? And I'm thinking, <laughs> right? I'm thinking, because I'm breaking in, right? You know what I mean? So I'm like, oh my God, I got a fan. And I'm like, oh, maybe it's a girl. And I'm like, oh, let's let me check this out, right? So I'm, I fix my hair real quick. I, you know, I'm trying to buff myself up a little bit, you know? And I walk over and it's this, it's this special needs guy, real sweet. And he goes to me, he goes, are you okay? And I said, yeah, I'm okay. And he goes, because I'm the police. I said, are you? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, I said, man, I said, I could have used you a few minutes ago. I said, that patriot needs to get get some what happened. I forget what I said to the guy. And he goes, he goes, okay, well, come here. Let me give you a hug. And I gave him a hug. And it was the most sweetest thing in the world. And I was like, this is, if I don't ever get a title, which I didn't. <laughs> if, <laughs> if I don't ever do this beyond this, this is what I did this for. Exactly. I, you know what I mean? It really was. It was one fan that came to me and said, I liked what you did, and I want to hug you for doing it. And let's tie this all together, because New Japan fans, you were just like that. You are just <laughs> like that. They are. And they You're are. laughing. They really are. You son of a bitch. You're laughing. They are. That was the whole point of this story. They are the most dedicated fans. And I can't imagine a fan from New Japan going, are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> Wait a minute, wait a minute. Because if you see I'm the police. Some, well, not the police part. But if you watch some of the interactions that they have when guys come flying out the ring and they're laying there, a lot of times you get a few fans that are in, they come and they touch them and they're asking them, are you all right? They yeah, do, it's not like, they do it's not have like in, the connection. It's not like when us are like, yeah, yeah, and they're taking selfies with like a body. <laughs> Look at him, he died. Yeah, yeah. Good, good job dying. Yeah. Like, no, they're like, hey, are you okay? Fix his lips <laughs> and he looks like he's smiling. You know, it's not like it's not like that. Like they are at Put him in a breakdance pose. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like it was like terrible, no. But uh but it, it, seriously, I mean it, and I that in itself makes wrestling great. And, and how many times, it's a cliche thing to say, we do it for the fans, but we do. And the fans really aren't just spectators like watching a movie. Mm -hmm. You know, the way we react to it, that's the thing, you know I mean? And, and you know, it's... And Vader was excellent at doing that. He really, really was. There you go, he tied it in. I don't know if that was. <laughs> let's face it. I mean, to be honest with you, when it came time for Vader... Anytime Vader was announced on a card, yes. you got a little bit excited. Because, yeah. one, it was yeah. going to be a hell of a match. You got a 450-pound guy moonsaulting. Yeah. Okay? Which he didn't really add until, like, later on. I mean, I mean, he was older, right. and he was, like, right. really... And you're sitting there like, I can't believe he's doing this. I mean, you mentioned before, it was like, when I mentioned about Bigelow. And you said, well, Vader, you know, so I said... I mean, Vader didn't do it with the finesse that Bigelow did. And like you said, he did it later on. And, stuff, and I, it just added to, like, his wow factor, Vader, yeah. to do a moonsault. But, like, uh, that's why I was saying, like, with Bigelow, he was, like, the other big guy that I loved because, like, I'm like, he works, he, he works like a cruiserweight. 
he does cartwheels. Like, I can't do a cartwheel. And <laughs> I was like the size of his leg. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it, you know, in moonsaults, I mean, I've seen uh, Bigelow do moonsaults. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing graceful about a big guy like that flipping in the air. It never looks graceful. But in comparison to when I saw Vader do it, Vader almost had, and, I'm, and consider Vader's advanced age in comparison to Bigelow yeah, at that point. 10 but, years older. Yeah, he had to be, and 10, was doing 15. just as well. And I was like, yeah, dude. And you're talking about. 100 pounds heavier, yeah. 10 years older. Like, okay. And he's doing it. Let's I see. can't do it. I, I, can't, I went it. off the top <laughs> rope one time at 190 pounds. Landed on my stomach, did not like it, never did it again. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I ain't going to lie, dude. You know, I was not blowing up the ranks. Um, yeah, because, man, it just, you want to go to commercial? You know right what? Quick? I was going to know. Finish your statement. No, no, no. We'll to, Let's go to commercial, okay, we'll go to commercial. and then we'll finish this out. All right. So, once again, we're in the Canon Entertainment Studios. Uh, make sure you go to canonentertainment.com. Uh, they've been around since 1974. If you have a public or private event, it is. No, no, it's about my age. No, <laughs> okay. It's, it's, it's um, but yeah, if, if public and private events, they do everything karaoke. Uh, we also uh, are involved with photography, video, and much, much more. They do name that tune, karaoke, straight up DJing, and everything else that you need weddings, bar mitzvahs, and more. Go to canonentertainment.com. Uh, there's a little widget on there that will allow you to check if a date is available, and then you can book your event today. They also do everything online. The really unique thing about Canon Entertainment is that you will be able to go in and set up your request for your party or your wedding ahead of time right on the website. As well as there is a link on there that if you want your guest to send in two requests each. Say, I want LeGrand. Is it going to be at my wedding? And I say, Grand, here you go. Put in a couple of requests. That would be Double Dutch Bus and, and the Rubber Band Man. And there you go. <laughs> and then it goes in, and then he gets it. And then that way, you don't have to worry about any of that stuff in the head. No cameo time. candy? No. no. Come on, you know that's 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 a standard. In that's going to that's gonna be play played already. Anyway. Yeah, it's going to be played. <laughs> Requests are the stuff that's not going to be played. Ow. But uh, no, really, really great stuff. It's really cool, uh, and everything's done online for your convenience. It's no longer. Uh, a travel and it's no longer an appointment that type of thing we can do everything right over the phone so go to canonentertainment.com you'll speak to Rob Cannon and just tell him you heard about it right here on That Way Cool Wrestling Show the phone number 610-449-8908 book your public or private event today you are listening to That Way Cool Wrestling Show we are in the Canon Entertainment Studios right here in beautiful downtown Havertown Pennsylvania and we're talking about the uh Late but majorly great, Big Van Vader, who uh, just recently passed last week. Um, the thing about we we mentioned uh, previously about his debut. We mentioned about uh, his time <coughs> in Japan. In yes. <laughs> we mentioned about his debut. We mentioned about his time in the AWA. We mentioned about his time in WCW and his push and to go from uh, just being someone somewhat of a spectacle enhancement talent to a world champion um, I want to get into his switch over to World Wrestling Federation which to me do you have to do that right now why what do you want to do well I'm just saying I mean, he had a dominant year 93 world champion 
We then can of go course, back. Well, I'm going to go back to it. He, okay, okay. Yeah. We'll go back to because it. Because this is a pivotal thing in a sense. Because we're because what you're going to talk about is that how well he did in WCW, and we're going to get back into that. And he was a very dominant champion, and, and he was up there in the top five guys who were going to be the face of the company. Should have been in WCW. Go ahead. But go he moves the World Wrestling Federation, and I'm going to go to this for a reason. You'll realize why. Um, he goes over, and that's when they do that Vader time, and, <clears throat> and mm-hmm. they kind of like bring him back down, almost as not only say enhancement talent, but they did not book him well at all in WWF. I don't believe so at all. Uh, I don't think Vader's intimidating um, stature. I don't think his strong style was utilized. Um, you know, it, it was just granted payday. It's a job at the end of the day. <laughs> so but, you're basically you're basically that that copy and paste. Could what you just said could have yeah. been said about Luger? Yeah. Could have been yeah. said about the Road Warriors. Yeah. Could have been said about all the guys that went from one promotion to the other. Went to one specific promotion to one other specific promotion. Right. But, but let's be that's honest. a key thing too. Let's be you, you, you discovered but, a but, pattern there. You but the the, the the work ethic that was used in let's just say the WCW slash NWA to WWF. Yes. The work ethic went down. And it's not, you can't say that they lost talent. They just, it's a different, it was a different style well, of no, I didn't say they lost style. Style. No, yeah. I didn't say they lost talent. You so, misunderstood me. I didn't say they no, lost no, no, talent. No, 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 I'm not saying that. But they weren't, they weren't used properly. They, weren't they were not used properly at right. all. And, and you, mentioned, so, you mentioned a number of people that the same exact thing happened. You're so right. forgive me for, you know, I don't want to talk on behalf of any pro wrestler, okay? But I would imagine that if you're a guy busting your ass, mm-hmm. doing moonsaults in WCW, and then you get a contract for, I don't know, two, three times your salary, oh, and we're going to take less work, <laughs> you're going to do less work, you'll, you'll do more appearances, but you're not going to be expected to do as much physical in, right. in the ring. Yeah, we the fans may have an issue with it, but I'm sure <laughs> Vader, Luger, Road Warriors, anybody else had no but, problem with it. But here's the deal, though. And here's where, and you're absolutely right. What did AJ Styles say? I have a family. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. I, 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 you know, yeah. whatever I'm doing, I want to go to where my family's going to get fed. And yes, absolutely, I wouldn't expect anybody else. But when you take a job outside of wrestling, let's say any job, right? You look at the immediate and you look at the long haul. Mm-hmm. If the long haul is going to impede you in any way, are you going to take mm-hmm. that job? You understand what I'm no, saying? Right. Like, you know what I mean? So, with these guys, not to say that they made bad decisions, good decisions, or whatever, because you, you're you under the hope, and I'm sure there's a lot of glaze and there's a lot of smoke in these in, in these in these interviews and in these these negotiations and stuff like that. And how many times has someone promised you something over promised and under delivered? Mm-hmm. I mean that that happens. Um, but you know, with someone going to another Fed, and then they take you from here, and then they break you down to here, like you said, I, yeah, I'm laughing all the way to the bank because I'm getting paid, I'm doing less work, I'm taking it easy. But now. When this is over, and obviously the fans are like, I'm turning on you because you were so awesome. And now, like, you're like a shell of yourself. I don't want to watch Vader anymore. What does the company do? The company doesn't well, just say, oh, well, I want to take responsibility for that, fans. They don't. They just say, well, listen, Mr. Lindsay, yeah. you know, all your future endeavors. But here's the yeah. thing. 
they were going to book him properly. They were going to have him beat Shawn Michaels at SummerSlam 96. And Shawn Michaels changed his mind and said, nope, I'm not, I'm not losing to him. So there was a count-out victory. Right. So Vader was going to be world champion in WBF. It should, well, you know what? Something similar happened with Randy Savage. Randy Savage was, uh, the, the rumor, and you might even have known this, or you might be able to collaborate this. When he went against the Honky Tonk Man, on yes. Saturday night's main yes. event, he was supposed to win the He was supposed to win the Intercontinental yes. title, and Ted DiBiase was supposed to win the tournament for the world title. Yes. yes. And then, and, yeah. And Honky Tonk Man. Yes, yeah, said, well, nope, I'm not, yeah, I'm, not doing I'm not doing it. it. And he did the count-out victory. And as a as a thank you for Macho Man not, going along, yeah. Vince said, you're going to win the title. And then that screwed over Ted DiBiase. Mm-hmm. So Honky Tonk Man screwed over Ted DiBiase, not, yeah. not Savage. And, and... This Look, fans, I, I Vincent man, I am here. Please, yes, yes. <laughs> but um, I, I but if, and if you go back people, to we're that, we're not a call-in show. Yeah, we can't, <laughs> you can't call in. Email us, email us. Go that way, coolwrestlingshow.com. <laughs> Chat form on there, you can do it all day. Um, and if you remember, if you go back to the um, the tournament mm-hmm. for the world title, uh, was it Bigelow or One Man Gang? Somebody was counted out. Even though someone was interrupting the camp because he was up on the ring apron yeah. and the guy was inside, I, I, I'm trying. It was a big man. It was either Bigelow or one man gang, but whoever it was it got counted out. Might have been gang, and I don't know who was inside. If it was Savage or somebody, but what happened was, you know, obviously when the wrestlers start to entwine with each other, that breaks the count. Right. And it didn't. And the and the guy. The gang, I think it was the gang, he was on the outside of the apron, and the guy was on the inside, and he had him by his throat. And the referee kept counting. Mm-hmm. And then counted him out, because it, it was a bullshit ending right. to that match, because it was like, alright, this is... that. Why did that just happen? It didn't make any sense. Uh, and then later on that night, Savage wins. Who did Savage beat in the tournament? DiBiase. He beat DiBiase, on, right? Yeah. yeah. You know. Um, but that's like, well, like you said, but that's one of those things. Like they should have done something like that for Vader. But here's the you thing, know? and and like you already touched upon, and it's no big secret. When you go from any other promotion mm-hmm. where you are damn near killing to get yourself over, to get the character over, right. to get the story over, to do everything you can to build up this godlike character. Because that's basically yes. what you're a gladiator. Yes. And you're building up the mythos of this gladiator. The difference is when you come to that promotion, meaning the WWF at the time, WWE, whatever it is, they're gonna break you down and recreate you as the cartoon as, character. As they want you to be want you to be. Yeah, right. Because let's face it, if you tried to put the all-black, big silver-spiked road warriors from 88, yeah. 87, mm-hmm. 86 it's not into, into WWF, you would have had a major problem because you're dealing with the colorful characters, yeah. like the Midnight Rockers mm-hmm. and... You know, and the just, Hulk Hogan's the Hulk and, Hogan, and, and they yeah. are bigger than life. They, yeah, they're bigger than life cartoon characters. Yeah. 
Demolition did the same thing with the black spike, with the black and the blue, but their spikes were tiny. Yeah. <laughs> they they weren't. No, I'm, I'm being honest. And you, know, and, and, be, and, you know and you know what? To say something like you're saying, like the Road Warriors having long black tights mm-hmm. with black boots, Demolition had short tights, so you saw had their the, skin. Had the gladiator type straps on so their the, torsos. So the black and, that they had and their skin underneath being so bright and shine from all the fucking hot, you know, the oil or whatever, that that blew it up. It made up for television. You know what I mean? Like, you, you saw the person. It was a contrast. So, so what, what LeGrand's saying is the Road Warriors said, bring out the flesh, and Demolition said, bring out the gimp. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, man Mark Lindsay was actually voting for that. He was waiting for his cue, and when he saw it, he took it. You're seeing this live right here. But, but, God, getting back to this, because for instance, I'm going to stick with the Road Warriors for now, for now, because they're the closest smash mouth, big imposing. Two Vader, right. Yeah. yeah. When the Road Warriors came in and they, okay, we have to do something with these guys. They are super talented. They are super imposing. They're strong as all get out, and they are over. They are past Mercury over. What can we do? Because we have to tone down some of the Smash Mouth. We bring in Rocco. Well, not even that part. <laughs> but we're going to give them a little more flash and pizzazz. And color. Yeah. yeah red. So you got the red red yeah. candy stripes going up and down the with gold, gold accents yep. and this, that, and the other. And then you get precious Paul Ellering to bring in the most dominant and vicious thing he could think of, this hand puppet. So Rocco. <laughs> you get Rocco, and they're on the bikes, and they're digging through trash to find this puppet. <laughs> I'm, dead, I'm dead serious. And it's like... Well, Vader right. thankfully didn't have that. Vader, Vader was a show, but he yeah, wasn't... He, he was a show, but he was a J- Japanese show. Mm-hmm. He was what they wanted. The, and that's another thing. By Vader having that mask, it made it harder for them to, well, what can we do? Mm-hmm. Well, put the mask back on him. Well, yeah. but but he did that other places, and people went nuts. Put the damn mask back on him. Yes. But 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 then it ain't us. It's them. No, right. it's us. Put the no. I don't. I don't remember because that was like that. That was that that attitude error, roughly uh, when he was in. I was heavily watching WCW. I wasn't even watching WWE at that time. Did he use the Mastodon yes. mask a lot? No, not a lot, but he did use no, it. No, the Mastodon mask was, was owned by New Japan Pro Wrestling. So once their relationship ended in 93, he didn't use the Mastodon mask. Anymore. It was the because, other one, because, the other mask. May, yeah, may yeah. have been. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you go, um, the WWE used to have like In Your House pay-per-views. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and then they had the uh, video games. Right. Yeah, uh-huh. WWE. And that one video game was like it was a the arcade game. It was, it was, no, no, it was yeah, the in one, the arcade game. He had the mask on in the no, game. No, but I, but no, he didn't in the game. But I'm saying in in your house, which was for PlayStation, uh-huh. which was the farthest thing from a wrestling game it could be. It was he like, did like a special move, and like the bulldog had bulldogs run out and right. Like, you know, it was something like it was like Mortal Kombat, like yes, it was like it was, it was Kombat, the arcade like, game, yeah, yeah, and and, and Dwight the Clown had the shocker when he shook his hand, yes, and and. <laughs> You did a move with Vader 
and a giant mastodon, like, or he turned into a giant mastodon and he rammed you, mm -hmm. or something like that. So I know they associated the mastodon with him, you know, but like, it was kind of stupid in the sense, like, if you didn't see him with the mask, you're like, well, I don't get why an elephant, you know, nobody doesn't know mastodon versus an elephant. Why is he turned into an elephant? <laughs> and why is that elephant so angry? <laughs> you know, we, I know that we're going to be wrapping up the show in the yeah. next ten to fifteen minutes. So yeah. I, I, I wanted to go back because well, let's go back because we, we there were two huge feuds that we didn't mention. Actually, two, and then one that should have been. Yeah. Um, Mick Foley has credited Vader as really helping him with his career. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Vader, um, Cactus Jack had recently turned face. Right. Wrestled my boy, Mister Wonderful, at Super Raw Three. Was getting over as a, but 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 people were having a hard time seeing Cactus Jack as a sympathetic face. Yeah. Until Vader kicked his ass, knocked him out, and sent him to the hospital. Um, Which was so, brilliant. It, right, and that and, and and that enabled because you know ninety three and WCW you have Watts begin the regime, gets mm -hmm. fired for racial issues, then they bring in Bischoff, and that's kind of when the change of WCW takes place. So. That constant, that entire year of 93, was Vader. Mm -hmm. He was world champion in the beginning, beat, beat Ron Simmons again. He was the constant. They, they teamed him up with Sid in the Masters of the yes. Powerbomb. Mm -hmm. he, he knocks out Cactus Jack. He's just dominating each and every time he goes out there. And then, of course, when Sid stabs Arn Anderson with the scissors, it was supposed to be Sid versus Vader at Starcade 93. Sid Vicious gets let go. Mm -hmm. And they insert Flair, who... Flair, I love Flair. We all love Flair. Had that feud with Rick Rude that really didn't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. And they insert and 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 because Sid Vicious stabbed Arn Anderson, it basically resurrected Flair's WCW career because he wins the uh, the the title at Starcade in one of the, probably the better pay per views of that year was Starcade '93. Then you have '94 coming around. Flair's world champion. Vader's still very important. They have the international or the NWA title. Which they're about to disband from, but they kept they kept the big gold belt. Which you like to talk yeah. about the big gold belt. Yeah. And we're they're gearing towards a Rick Rude and Vader feud, and Rick Rude injures himself in Japan, wrestles his last match in Japan, and we don't get to see a face Rick Rude wrestle Vader. Of course, the following months later in '94, Hogan comes in, and it's all downhill. Everyone wants you know. Everyone wants to see Flair versus Hogan. We get Flair versus Hogan, mm -hmm. but people like you and I are probably like, I want to see Vader Hogan. Yeah. Because Vader is W. Flair was WCW in the eighties. Vader was WCW currently. Right. And we all want to see Vader versus Hogan. We get Vader versus Hogan, and it's Hulk Hogan no selling the power bomb. Basically, '95 was a horrible year until Nitro started. And Vader, yeah, it was the year had of creative no other control. choice, right? Yeah. yeah, and Vader had no other choice but to go to WBF. You know what? You mentioned like Flair, Vader, and and that was a little feud for a little bit because obviously it was for the world title and all, and, and uh, it did something for Flair, right? Because yeah. Flair beat another big, big menacing man. guy right. yep. by being Ric Flair. Like yeah. Ric yes. Flair, it's like don't let any of this fool you. At the end of the day, this is the best that's. The, I'm going to remind you of it every time I get in the ring. Right. Period. End of story. I don't care what he's doing. It didn't do anything for 
Vader, mm-hmm. I don't think. I really don't think wrestling flair, because you know how sometimes you're like, Steamboat flair, elevated, elevated yeah. Steamboat yeah. To, yeah. to like Sky Tower capability, you know what I mean? But like, it didn't do anything for Vader. And Vader, not that Vader needed to be pushed up like that, but you would think automatically you would get that shine from from Flair just because if you have a good match. Mm-hmm. And not that they had a bad match or anything like that, but I don't think Vader beating Flair would... Has an impact. Has an impact because... And it's kind of... It's so hard to say because like you're like, I want to expect Vader to squash anybody. Right. And I don't give a shit who it is. And Flair being this non-bodybuilder classic wrestler... He's gonna go down. He's gonna. Go, I don't give a shit who he is. He's gonna go down. If you're not a Flair fan, <laughs> but but then Flair comes back and says, uh, "I'm gonna take whatever you know, young fan, and bring you back, mm-hmm. and I'm schooling you now because this is what it is. You know, I've been doing this for decades. Yes, kid. watch it, it, me. Work. This guy, I don't get. Line him up. I'm gonna take him down. And that's so. It was a one-sided thing with him. Um, Vader definitely elevated Simmons. I mean, that, that's obvious. I was, you know I was going to bring that up a little bit later on yeah. because of, let's be honest, yeah. the impact that that one match had well, yeah, yeah, upon yeah. the landscape of wrestling right. is immense. But yeah. go ahead and finish this out, but, and uh, then we can tie it Then we go up. right on with that, yeah. Um, but then you go to, like you said, do uh, Sting Flair, or Sting, um, Sting Vader, mm-hmm. and... Um, both were now at a pinnacle. I think Sting needed an adversary. Right. Yeah. That when, when, was when, yeah. When very, Flair was out, that was very yeah. yeah. It was very like intimidating to to him. He had a mm-hmm. great feud with Rude. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sting Sting had a lot of great feuds. We talked about rivalries in a couple. Uh, yeah, a couple I mean, it, it's there, it, like, it's Sting is one of those guys that yeah. I was a fan of while it was happening in front of me. Yeah. But I appreciate him so much more now. Yeah. Just because he was he was the MVP of WCW. He never left. Yes. He was always uh providing decent matches. He was always like 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 I look at Jeff Hardy now, like all the girls scream at Jeff Hardy, and he's alright. I think he's overrated if he's, I'm being well, honest. No, I think he's completely overrated. And, and I think he calls and, it in. And I look at Sting and I never got that attitude no. from Sting. Sting never called it in. And had Sting called it in with a Vader, what <laughs> he, he wouldn't have called it in for much longer. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. No, 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 he wouldn't. Have. And um, but Vader needed someone to elevate him in that. Right. And, yeah. And, and even though Vader was that big, Sting, I think, is it safe to say that Sting really is what made Vader what he was in WCW. I think that's a fair yes, statement. I, I mean, he got... He, he Basically, I mean, again, watch that Great American Bash uh, 92 match. Uh, Sting, it wasn't a squash, but it was no. damn close to it. It was it was as close to a squash as you're going to see a world champion take. Um, yeah. So, I mean... It, it, but it had to show dominance. It had yeah. to show, like, oh, my God, I took this guy for granted. Oh my God! We have to look at this guy now because we made him job for a couple of years. Yeah, right. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you know, you know, I would like, I would like to hear the grand tying to the. But no, that's cause, going because this really is a pinnacle point, and Vader was a part of this. Vader right, was a major part of this. I mean, we can all comment on this because we've all seen it, and I, as the black guy who's here, who's here, who showed who's up, here, who's, <laughs> who showed up, Charles didn't make it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Watching the Ron Simmons Vader match as a kid, 
yeah. before I got into the business, all that kind of jazz, blah, 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 blah. That scent ripples through the black wrestling fan community as well as black wrestlers and mm-hmm. the wrestling community as a whole. Vader may not have known it, he may not have liked it, whatever the case may have been, but he started something by go by doing the job for Ron Simmons. Yeah. He created an air for where you know Junkyard Dog was supposed to be the heavyweight champion. We all know that. Right. He never got it. You had right. guys like Ernie Ladd. Mm-hmm. You've had you've had all these fantastic. Butch Reed in the, Butch, in the South, Mid yeah. South. Yeah. Butch Reed, but, oh yeah, Butch but Reed was on dominant. a large scale. I mean, we've had guys carry the tag team titles. Right. We've had guys carry lesser titles. And like you guys, you guys said, like I, I always mentioned, like King Parsons mm-hmm. was the world class, but that wasn't considered a world championship. No, no. They didn't. Yeah, it they was didn't because it was regional territory, right? They didn't give it the the gravitas. They withdrew from the NWA exactly. and they became regional. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So you got. What was that? Was that world class or was that USWA? It was World Class Wrestling Association. Yes. WCWA. Oh, okay. Sorry, guys. Okay. I just want to clarify because that was always the thing. Like we always say, Ron Simmons. I'm like, well, wait a minute. Wait, you know. Because what's the name had a yeah, title but long before, but, but that, that's, time, that's the In their mind, they were world champion. In but in wrestling's mind, it, it wasn't. It didn't yeah. count. Right. It, they made sure that it didn't count. Right. Because either they were reduced to regional or territorial or, let's say, you for said, now do whatever you want. Yeah, you can, it right. doesn't matter. Because yeah. now you won't be acknowledged as this world title holder. Yeah. Ron Simmons and Vader made that happen. Whether it be a decision by the guys in the back, whether it be whatever the case may be, that was a big thing. That's what a lot of the guys who I grew up with were like, holy crap, right. it can happen. Right. And you know what, though? We already saw the Flares. We already saw the Hogan's. You even had the Sheik. You had the Bob Backers. Right. You had all these, but we were never represented on that type of scale. Here are two things that are the exclamation points, two exclamation points, in it, and really nobody ever realizes it or brings it up. One, when Ron Simmons wins the world title and is the first African-American world heavyweight champion, going back to what we just said, it was not a territorial title. It was not the NWA. Nope. Which, up until then, we were like, oh, he's the NWA world champion. That's, yeah. that's got a shit ton of prestige. He was the WCW. He was the other world global guy on the block. Exactly. So that's one. So that only did he, you could say world class versus Jim Crockett. I mean, I would say Jim Crockett's so much bigger than world class. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Say, oh, well, if he got beat Flair for the title, shit, I would have been like, oh my God. But this was on a whole other level altogether. Yes. And here's the second one, and I think it's a more important one. This exclamation point. He won the world title in a Southern promotion. Exactly. Okay. That was my next point. Had that happened in the World Wrestling Federation, Impact would have still been big, but I think it would have been muffled. Yes. Because it would have been up north. Yeah, but then they didn't have, you know, you mentioned the Junkyard Dog, and I mentioned the Natural Butch Reed. 
Two of my favorites. Kamala? I mean, uh, how many African-American wrestlers did they really push even up north? Exactly. So, so, and and Kamala being a savage gimmick, like I would never, personally as a promoter, put a title on any savage gimmick. Like I would (laughs) use him as an enforcer. That would have worked. It would have been fun. That would have worked. Because you had his handler. Yeah. Right. Pushed him all the way through, have him win the title. But Kim Chi wasn't a personality big enough to have that drive. You, you know what I mean? Like, like, not that this would have worked, but if Bobby Heenan, who was very vocal about what he wants out of this business, mm-hmm. had a Kamala and used Kamala to get him the world title, exactly what you're saying. But I don't think Kim Chi, being a handler... But that's the thing. You know... You didn't and hear from them, you know, that type of thing. On a macro scale, right? yeah. micro scale. Yeah. You still had your Bobby Heenan in the mix. Yes. Because at any time, he was an opportunist. Right. He could have, hey, I got a savage and an idiot <laughs> running around with this title. Let me hook my, and then I'll take it right. and move on. But that's another story. Right, right. Back to, I... I have so much respect for Leon. Yeah. Mr. White. Whatever you want to call him. Right. Because he was in a place where he didn't have to do it. Yeah. Legit. He, he, before the the creative control crap, before all this signing into contract and blah, 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 blah. Right. He was in a position where he could have just said, nah, screw this. I'm in the South. I'm around this, that, and the other. There's no way. I'm Big Van fucking Vader. Right. If I walk out now and I get this count out and they fire me, they're going to hand the title to whoever, but he never beat me. Right. And instead, he did the honorable thing and he put him over. And it goes back to something that um, we were told in a locker room years ago by um, why why am I it's because I'm having problems with diabetes Uh, who was who do we have promoting what is an ACPW from ECW New Jack New Jack thank you I don't know why I just blanked out he said and he had a locker together he said listen I jobbed in front of my mother right and the reason why you need to understand that that is important is because it's not about you winning mm-hmm. it's not about you losing it's about the show that we're putting on the story that we're telling to the fans at the end of the day right and if those who do not get wrapped up in the whole thing of I need to believe my own hype I'm so and so so therefore I should be the champion I shouldn't lose to this one or that one and just say that, you know what, for the better good of the storyline, yeah, this is going to make a lot of sense. It's going to be very compelling to watch. That's Those are the ones I think that are well-respected in this business and do well in this business. Ronnie Garvin, I'm going to bring him up. Fuck you. Ronnie Garvin said, you know what? I showed up one day, they gave me the belt. I showed up another day, they asked for it back. And I said, here you go. And that was it. And when I was done, I went someplace else because it was a job. Mm-hmm. It was a job. At the end of the day, it was a job. And he 
completely smashed all my dreams, but I was like, wow, did he just bring realism to this sport, okay? But uh, in closing, as we are now at that time, uh, hats off to you, Vader, for doing everything you've done. Uh, thank you for everything you've done. Thank you for all the memories. Go on and check out Vader. There's YouTube videos all over the place. I'm sure the WWE will have some stuff on. They have the it right network. now. They yeah. have it on yep. now. Yep. Okay. Um, and from all of us here well, at that one, one, one more thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On a personal note. Yes. I would just like to say thank you to his family. Because what the people on the outside don't realize is when we're out there doing shows, humping up and down the road and blah, 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 blah. The family suffers. They don't get to spend the time with mm -hmm. us that they normally would. We miss birthdays. We miss anniversaries. We miss all this, that, and the other. And due to the fact that they were willing to take that sacrifice, mm -hmm. he was able to entertain the world. So I want to say thank you. Thank you for putting up with it. Thank right. you for loving him and loving us enough that you allowed it to happen. And from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate every second. And let it be said that when he, for lack of a better term, got his death notice, which was a few months ago. He fought. He fought valiantly. Oh, he geez. fought valiantly. And what did he do? He showed up at signings. Mm -hmm. He wrestled. Yep. He wrestled on Impact Wrestling. Did a <laughs> yeah, job. He did. Yeah. Didn't look good. I'm not going to lie. I mean, let's not sugarcoat shit. But, I mean, he looked like an older guy. Who, who was, but it was Vader time. Quite, you, know, you know, and it was very nostalgic. Um, but, uh, you know, he did, he went out the way he wanted to go out. God bless him for that. From all of us here at That Way Cool Wrestling Show, may you rest in peace, Leon, Baby Bull, Bull Power, Big Van Vader, White. Super Vader. Super Vader, <laughs> yes. Until next time, make sure you go to WC, WCW, make sure you go yes. to WCW. Yes. <laughs> Did you like that? You like that last I, night? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Wow. Dan goes. Dan, Dan uh, Facebook messages us last night saying these are the topics we're going to talk about. Hashtag WCW. And I'm like, dude, WCW died 17 years ago. <laughs> 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 Go, God, say our goodbyes. But did we talk about WCW today? We yes, had we to. Did. Then shut yeah. up. That's why I knew it. <laughs> Go to thatwaycoolwrestlingshow.com. You can go in and check out the videos there. Uh, once again, uh, all the um, episodes that are in podcasts as well as on YouTube are up on the on the channel. But um, through DJB Productions, which is, like I said, a big silver head uh, with the headphones on, you can't miss it. There's a link to be able to subscribe on our website. Uh, Mark will have all the episodes up in on YouTube uh, this week in the coming yeah in the, up, in the if, coming, this week or week. next week yeah we'll right around that time frame so this way we'll be able to keep everybody on all the platforms we are on seven different platforms we are on seven different platforms thanks to Anchor.fm which is awesome uh, Google Play Music now has Google Podcast and it, what an awesome thing when you go on your phone you can actually have an icon for that way cool wrestling show you click it. And then here comes all of our show. How awesome is that? And it's not in conjunction with your Google Play Music. So before, like some, like I would have, I'd be playing my music and then go to the show, and then I have to go back and go back to the songs I want to play in my in my Google Play Music. Separate now it's separated. Nice. It's awesome. It's really really cool. We're on Caster. We're on Rocket Cast. We're on Apple Podcasts and many others. Um, 
So check that out. There's many ways to listen to us and watch us. Um, for, and also go on the Twitter, TWCWS Podcast, um, and tweet us on there and, and let us know what you think and um, go from there. And go on Facebook. A lot, to, it seems like we had the most interaction with the Vader posting uh, on, our face, on our Facebook page than we've had in months. So, you know, go on there, check us out. Tell us what you want to talk about. Tell us what you want to hear. And we'll get on the show. We'll give you a shout out. We love our fans. We love everybody that supports us. For Charles Gemini Gregory, yeah, so so, yeah, so so. Some of you, some of you, yeah, don't don't jump into that thing. You can go out. <laughs> For Charles Gemini Gregory, who is not here. Legrand Onslaught Jackson. What's up, Mad Mark Lindsay? See ya. My name is Danny J. We will see you at the matches. Goodbye, everybody. The proceeding was produced by DJB Productions. Go to www. That's where cool wrestling show dot com.